Live from LAPD Firearms Range and Training Facility, this is On Target, the latest from the firearms industry, the products and politics that affect your hobby and liberty. This program may not be politically correct, but it is On Target. Now, your host, Eric Delbert. Who is actually not here and was kind enough to ask me to come back and host the program once again. And I'm well. thrilled to be here with you, gentlemen. I'm Joe Bradley, uh, along with the, the guys who, like, during the week are just, you know, mild-mannered reporters, gunsmiths, encyclopedic brains walking around full of gun knowledge, and then, you know, ramrods of the entire operation here, pawpaw to my left-hand side. Uh, yeah. But on Saturdays, they become, uh, you know, great supporters and informers of Second Amendment issues, gun rights, gun enjoyment, the hobby of shooting and uh, self-defense defense and all of that and we do it here on on target every saturday afternoon at 1 p.m we are live from 999 bethel road which is the location of lepd firearms range and training facility and for the next hour or so we will be talking about all sorts of things gun related whether it is legislation that is pending or uh, hopefully in some cases passing through the state of ohio legislature or possibly nationally uh, to the gun of the week which we will get to uh, after the uh, bottom of the hour, so just after one uh, thirty, Papa will have the gun of the week. Any hints on what that may be today? It's sir? not. It's not a revolver. It I, is not a I revolver. Think that's right. significant. <laughs> that that's is, significant. is that the first? Th- that's not the first time this year, no, but it's but it's, uh, it's like, on the short list yeah, for sure. Without a doubt, for absolutely impressive. sure. Uh, and uh, Ronnie's got a, a new venture. Actually, it's not a new venture, but it's a new and improved venture that uh, we'll be talking about that uh, Ronnie has gotten into and some some new toys that he's going to be willing to share with uh, anybody that wants to walk in. Well, I'm not going to share, but I'll do Oh, you're going to share. I, I, see, I, consider, <laughs> I consider that sharing. You oh, know, okay. they just happen to be paying for the, uh, for the privilege of, sh- of getting your time and your effort. But you will be sharing your new toys, and we'll be talking a little bit about the, uh, the new toys that you have. Uh, Grizzly Adams is also with us today, (laughs) also known as Jonas John Creel. Uh, John has been, uh, I I don't know if I want to give away where you've been and what you've been doing. It's not my place to do that if you want to do it. uh, We're just up in the North Woods, and this is what happens to you when you go up in the North Woods. Apparently. Looking little grizzly. You come out looking like a bear. I've heard other things can happen to you in the North Woods. I hope none of them happen, because I've seen that in a movie, and it was not pretty (laughs) Ned Beatty. And when he says North Woods, that's like Michigan North Woods. Right, yeah. Oh, my yeah. Yeah. You get up to the dividing hey. line and keep going? Is that what you're uh, suggesting? I hold my breath going through Ann Arbor, but when you get up to <laughs> northern northern Michigan, it's just like crazy up there. Is, hey. that, is that close to Camp Grayling? Michigan? It, yes, it, it, it is. It is. You kind of pass yeah. through there when you go up there, which is yeah. a, uh, the largest, I, I spent, believe, the I sp- largest National Guard uh, training. I base spent a there. summer That's camp we there. No, we did our uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. monthly training there. Yeah. It, or, it, it, you know, two weeks out I, of the year. Just, I just couldn't get used to drinking all that beer. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of beer up yeah, there. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't too much beer where we were. <laughs> yeah, too much fudge and pasties is what you end up with if you're up in the up in Michigan. You want to spell the name of that camp so everybody can rush to Google and look it up and figure what? out what you're talking it's about? Probably G-R-A-Y-L-I-N-G. There you go. That sounds close enough. All right. So we got the runners up in the National Spelling Bee here with us today, too. So we've got that going on. You guys had a guest on last week. Andrew, is it Branca? I didn't get to hear yes. Andrew. Yes. And uh, so uh, I guess uh, thanks to him for being on the program. I didn't get to uh, to hear him last week, but uh, some interesting uh, discussions about, 
you know, what happens if you're involved in, you know, in a self-defense situation. And, you know, that's just kind of the beginning of it. I mean, a lot of people might think that it's uh, it begins and ends where the situation is. But uh, for most people, unfortunately, that's just the beginning of it. And then you know, the rest of it ends up in a courtroom somewhere for yeah. for a lot of folks. So, uh, you know, it was uh, some, some good information that came out of that. Uh, of course, we always want to get caught up on what's going on in the news today uh, and this past week. And uh, JC generally is the uh, the ramrod of that. We've got some uh, legislation that's uh, going through or working its way slowly through yeah. the uh, large intestine of the legislature. There you go. I think that's appropriate in many different ways, <laughs> yeah. but uh, that's exactly what is happening. Uh, anything really to update uh, today, John? Oh, we, we have. Uh, there's a, a ton of news out there today. But what has happened, and this, uh, they had just passed uh, the House, passed Substitute House Bill 142, which modifies the law enforcement officer notification requirements of a concealed carry person. So, so uh, there, there, there's a, a lot with the bill. Uh, this, uh, uh, this came from our friends at the uh, Buckeye Firearms Association. Uh, but uh, as we know, currently there's been some, some questions about whenever a law enforcement officer is even near you or present that, you know, do you tell them? Do you not tell them? But the, the penalties are very stiff if you make the incorrect decision. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a first degree it's, misdemeanor. It's a first degree misdemeanor. So people, uh, I know there are some people. If you don't think about, well, it's just a misdemeanor. Yeah, but it's a first degree misdemeanor, and with that can come jail time. With jail time, yeah, up to six months in jail, and up to a thousand dollars fine. Uh, so um, obviously, you it's it's better to err on the side of uh, precaution. And if you're around a you know an officer, uh, and, and this. You know, one of the things that happened to me, and we discussed it before, but one of the legislatures picked up on it, which I, my wife and I were walking, and an officer pulled up right away. He was looking for a suspect in a possible uh, burglary, uh, hit the brakes, and said, hey, have you seen a guy? So I'm going, here's an official police stop. He's asking me for information right. on a walk, and I went, I'm carrying, but I'm going, well, I just pointed out, yeah, he's. I saw the guy over there, black hoodie, da-da-da-da-da. And he took off, but then I said, "Gee, did I, you know, did I violate the re- my requirements?" You know, so, that was one of the things just, I always wondered about because it was kind of ambiguous. It was like, and then then they tried to clarify it in, you know, in in words, which made it even less clear. Anytime you have an official contact with someone with a law enforcement agent, an official contact, official contact. with a law enforcement agent. So if you're standing in line at Hardee's uh, and asking him which biscuit are you going to get for breakfast? Breakfast, then that's not, that's not technically official. official, right? But what if you were standing there and you're asking him about his Hardee's breakfast biscuit, and you also then turn the discussion to something relevant to a neighborhood watch group that you know he's the head of? Is that an official contact now? Because now you're actually talking about official work that that officer does. And that was it was so ambiguous. And he, he went past me, stopped, and backed up because we were the only ones in the neighborhood. And, and uh, so... It was very quick, and I said that, but I'm thinking the whole time. And, and what kind of prompted me that was my son was involved in a car accident. Of course, he just turned 16, driver's license, you know, three months later. And uh, I arrived at the scene, and the officer was very nice and let me care for my son. People are laying down in the grass. It was a bad accident, cars totaled, things like that. And uh, then at the end, he said, he said, you're not caring, are you? Because you would have been required to notify me on presence of that. Unfortunately, I wasn't at that time. Right. The police were involved. 
I did uh, leave my firearm at home arriving at the scene, uh, figuring they were already there. But uh, any case, it had been one of those things. I was concerned about my son and concerned about sure, uh, passengers. It's not I, really my, top my of mind at that point. Sure. Right, but I would have been in violation. So what this this does, and this is really good. So this substitute uh, House Bill 142, some of the changes are, number one, the penalty for violating uh, would be a minor misdemeanor instead of a first-degree misdemeanor. There would be no jail time involved. Um, there'd just be a fine up to 25 bucks. So it's kind of like, you know, and so like a parking fine almost right. or a speeding ticket. I mean, it's something small uh, instead of the $1,000. And when must you notify? Only when the police uh, officer, law enforcement officer, uh, ask for your driver's license or your state identification card. So if they don't ask so you that's for what your makes driver's it official license, then that is. is what makes it official, which makes it very, very clear. Uh, the Buckeye Sheriff's Association... Um, um, uh, Robert Cornwell, who's uh, their executive director of uh, their their uh, uh, of that association, said, "Hey, it makes it very very clear." And you know they haven't really released their thumbs up, thumbs down on it yet, but they said at least it clarifies it so everybody knows, um, you know, whether or not to uh, uh, to present that. So it really and, uh, shouldn't be that big of a deal. It ought to be more of a common sense thing. And it really I, the only the only uh, interaction I've had where it, it's even come up, I was involved in a, a hit and run accident. Someone hit me and and drove off and and i was able to uh follow them at a safe speed of course and uh and they turned into a place where they couldn't get away let's put it that way uh and and i did have an officer show up and i said uh, you know there's the vehicle that, that hit me and drove away and i do have a handgun in the car and he's like okay i don't care he didn't care yeah. Didn't didn't really make any difference yeah, to him. It wasn't yeah. really a problem. And I would think that a majority of people in law enforcement, that's exactly the mindset that is there. Yeah, exactly. It's not a big deal. We're we're not really worried about it. It's as as long as it, it, no surprises. It's like me with snakes. I don't I don't hate snakes. I just don't like to be surprised by snakes. <laughs> so if you tell me there's a snake right over here, right underneath this computer, there's a snake. I'm fine with that. I know there's a snake under there. Not a big deal. I don't want to lift up the computer and find a snake by surprise. Oh, darn. You know, you know, when I would make traffic stops and someone, you know, they would declare to me that they had a concealed carry and they were carrying a firearm. My problem was I would ask them what kind well, they had. Well, yeah, yeah. Now you and, get distracted about that no and, front license the, plate ticket you're well, going to give them. And, and, then, and he said, well, it's a revolver. Well, then pretty soon, you know, yeah. I said, man, can I see it? You know, and then pretty soon, you know, forget why, you know, why I stopped them. Yeah. You know? There you go. Here's another change in this law that this would go through. Um, again, only that it's been forwarded onto the Senate. It, and it was this word promptly. It says you must promptly notify. And right. Of course, we've right. a lot of us have seen that uh, case seen from that several video. years ago Absolutely. from Canton, where as a guy went to tell him, the officer gave him an order saying, "Shut up! I don't want to hear from you. Be <laughs> quiet." And then he went and proceeded. So when he came back, he goes, "Oh, by the way, officer, and he, what? You yeah, didn't, you so, didn't tell me. So what's promptly? So that well, I mean, so, let's let's face it. That guy was just being an a hole. I mean, there there was no was, again common common sense. And, does it, that and it, it comes sense. into play there. There's no issue with well, that. That goes whatsoever. away. So now that timeline to notify is when they ask you for your your driver's license you present it and that's the timeline so you're getting it out at the same time and as we know we have to carry picture id in addition to uh, our uh, concealed carry so you have to have both of those uh, pieces of uh, valid identification uh and you only need to tell the officer who asked you for the id uh one of the uh uh, I guess executives of um, the um, uh, Buckeye Fire Association was stopped at a traffic accident where there was injuries and stuff. And every time an officer came up, 
he had the saying. He goes, "Oh, by the way, I got a gun. I got a gun. I got a gun." It's like, dude, what's with the guy over here with the gun? came up right. Yeah. Okay. So this one just says, "Hey, the officer asked you for your ID." You know, now you show them that, and that 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 uh, satisfies uh, the requirement under the law. So, so these are, I think, really, really good common sense uh, changes, and hopefully uh, that will um, uh, that will take place. What it doesn't do, it doesn't change rules for transporting long guns, rules for chan- transporting firearms for those without a CHO, uh, rules for the CHO when not armed. So, if you're not armed, you're not required to say, "Hey, you know, I have an." Armed. I don't have you're a gun, not but I could. Required to give them uh, your concealed <laughs> well, carry license. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I so, could be carrying a gun, officer, but I'm not. So yeah, that, that doesn't change any silly. other rules, but I think it really does do some clarification, and we're hoping that the Senate wisely uh, uh, go ahead and passes this. Well, it would be it would be nice if they do. I mean, it, I guess the, the reality when you start breaking it down is anybody who's interested in how this is working and how the what the current state of the law is is likely to do the right thing anyway. So it's unfortunately not going to solve any major problems. It's just going to solve some semantic issues between gun owners and those in law enforcement who... You know, might be a little uh, uh, quick on the trigger. And there's so many more of us that this will affect because the uh, second story I have, it just, just came out with the Attorney General uh, Mike DeWine just uh, uh, gave his concealed uh, handgun license statistics for the second quarter of 2017. And they're issuing uh, licenses at the uh, about 16 per hour is what's Whoa. happening. And uh, again, as I mentioned before, I mean, a solid one out of 14 uh, citizens uh, that are able to carry in the state of Ohio have a concealed carry permit so uh that's uh you know they're now over six hundred and twenty-seven thousand active chls okay you know what i'd like to see the uh, the attorney general do i'd like to see the attorney general do a uh, satisfaction survey on the, all the counties all 88 sheriff's departments in the uh, state of ohio and find out just exactly how each sheriff's department handles requests for concealed handgun licenses in ohio because i've certainly read about although not experienced firsthand uh, some some nightmarish stories about various sheriff's departments that are not particularly willing to comply with the shall issue concept. They're not violating it, but they're making it as difficult as possible. They're waiting until the absolute last day in order to issue things. They're they're forcing people to have appointments in these tiny windows. And it's like, wait, come on, that's that's totally against the spirit of the law. It may conform to the letter of the law, but then you have other counties that it's great. You walk in any time, they take care of you. They're happy to see you, and in a Absolutely. couple of days, you're done. And that would be interesting to see as well. Very, because as we've constantly have said on the show, that we are among the most law-abiding group, concealed carry holders in, in the United States, not just Ohio, but, but uh, uh, all the concealed carry holders. And this was an interesting that came out of that report. Uh, with a record number of CHLs uh, issued in Ohio, there were only 85 licenses revoked during the quarter. Now, this is the lowest quarterly total in almost two years. But get this. Less than one-half of 1% of all CHLs have ever been revoked for any reason. And death is one of the reasons. <laughs> Moving out of state is another reason. But if you include all of those together, less than one-half of 1% of CHLs have ever been revoked for any reason. Well, but, so John, you know, you have to understand less than one-half of 1% is a big deal the way this country works anymore. If you have a group where there's less than one-half of 1%, by God, you get all the attention. Wouldn't so. that be point zero zero five? Yeah. Less than one-half of 1%. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Zero, zero, five. 
five. We there had that go. guy that came in when was talking about uh, concealed carry insurance and stuff like that, and and somebody asked him, you know, how how can you guys afford to do that? And he said, well, it's easy because concealed carry holders are some of the law abiding. Yeah, we're not worried about citizens. There are. It's yeah, like so. an insurance company. They're happy to insure an anvil that's a hundred feet underwater. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's going to go wrong? What's going to go wrong? The chance of having to pay out is pretty slim. This is On Target. We are live from 999 Bethel Road. That is the location of LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. If you would like to interact with us, you're welcome to do that. The number is 614-821-WTBN, 800-610-WTBN. Of course, you can catch us on Facebook as we're uh, live on Facebook here as well on On Target on News Radio 610 WTBN. She got the way to Give me all your money, lady. I got a knife. I'm sorry, ma'am. We're going to have to take you in. All rise. If you carry a gun, this could happen to you. The Gun Owners Legal Defense Network is the only nonprofit organization that offers our members unlimited legal representation if they are ever wrongly charged for carrying or using their firearm. Check us out by linking to our site from LEPD.com. The reality in today's world is that you must be ready to protect yourself and your family at any time. This is Joe Bradley. My friends at LEPD Training Facility are ready with a wealth of military and law enforcement background to train you, regardless of your level of experience, to be ready to take on the challenges the world presents today. LEPD Training Facility, 999 Bethel Road, on the web. LEPD.com. Your ABC6 first warning weather rain with a few flurries. Uh, this is pretty much the, what we're going to get throughout the day. Uh, we were looking at a possibility of a high of 47. I, at this point, I don't see how that's going to happen, but I could be wrong. 34 tonight, cloudy, and at least it's going to be dry. And a little bit of light rain tomorrow, and then cloudy and uh, just kind of blah. It's that great till May uh, that we're into now, and maybe 48. If we get a little sun, we might get that. It's currently 40 at your severe weather station. News Radio 610 WTVN. News Radio for Columbus 610 WTVN. And on target from LEPD, Firearms Range and Training Facility. We're at 999 Bethel Road. Um, yeah, if you're not doing anything, you don't want to go out. You can't do yard work. It's too cold. I would refuse to do yard work today. If anybody's trying to get you to rake leaves or anything, they're too wet. It's too cold. Come up here and shoot for a while. That's what I would do. This is perfect T-shirt weather for me. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's yeah. like uh, no sweat, nothing. Notice absolutely just fine. Joe, when you were uh, reading the weather and everything, yes. you said you could be wrong. I could be wrong. Well, but the weather guy's always wrong. Well, right? I so know. I don't know what you're worrying about. So I, maybe that's just going to be yeah. my next career. I should get a job <laughs> as a weather guy. I don't have to be right. I just yeah. have to just present it. And yeah, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But uh, there were oh a couple of things I do. I did want to throw in uh, a thank you to all of our sponsors today, as uh, we should do. Toyota West, Jackson uh, Lawn Care, Egress Windows, Clean Water Systems, 
the Trigger Group, Microsystems Solutions. Uh, Sung Lee, will get, you know, if you've got computer issues, he can get you uh, back uh, on track. Or if you can't get your email, something like that. Blackwing Shooting Center, Gun Owners Legal Defense, the Golden People uh, as well. So uh, thank you to uh, all of them that help make this program possible. And, of course, we do this program for you. And if you'd like to participate in it, if you have a question for uh, any of the guys, uh, you're welcome to pick up the phone. 614-821-WTVN or 1-800-610-WTVN is the number. And, uh, Paul, Paul, you have some comments on uh, House bill or Senate bill. Senate bill. The Senate bill 219. And that's this Ohio is, Senate bill This is the one that's going to make everyone in the world safer because we have the experts working on We have top men well, that's, working on it. That's the problem. You know, if the politicians would just, uh, you know, reach out to people that know what they're talking about when it comes to firearms or whatever, uh, it, it, would, it would really help. Uh, this this is a bill that is being uh, sponsored by uh, Senator Cecil Thomas. Come okay. on in, Cecil. Cecil, yeah. what uh, does Cecil know about it? Well, but he's uh, probably an expert, but okay. but they're <laughs> but they're trying to ban bump stocks. You know, right. evidently, right. I guess all the states or a lot of the states are trying to do this ahead of the federal government. Um, and so they're trying to ban bump stocks. This is on the heels of the the, the tragic shooting that took place in yeah. uh, in Las Vegas. And, and uh, of course, this is the way politicians generally work. Yeah. They they wait until something goes wrong and find out a way that they can grandstand and get their name out there. And and they jump on board, which is apparently what Cecil's this, doing uh, now. Cecil's right? doing this. Um, this is to amend uh, uh, sections of the law twenty nine twenty three thirteen and twenty nine twenty three fourteen. The language, I think, Ronnie, uh, this really would affect you more than anything else. It's it's really how you read into what they're saying, okay? So, uh, and maybe, you know, the intentions are good and everything else, but... Well, you know about the good intentions. Well, something and, like and that. And the roadway they pay. Uh, okay. Yeah. It says, no person shall import, manufacture, sell, transfer, or possess a trigger crank, bump fire device, or any part combination of parts component, device, attachment, or accessory that is designed or functions to accelerate the rate of fire of a semi-automatic firearm. Now, really? Now, that's now, interesting. Well, now, would this affect maybe your trigger job? Yeah. Which would, what, if uh, you, what if you put well, a lighter could, connector in I a mean, Glock 19 for me? Would as, that as, make it illegal? As vague as that bill is, or as, as vague as that wording is, they could even be referring to a Geisley trigger, a trigger that you install into right. your AR that anything that would change Anything or, that would change yeah. the, the, the actual firing operation of the firearm yeah. that would make it possibly easier or quicker yeah, would be outlawed by that kind of vague legislation. Right. That's ridiculous. Here's something to think about, too. Okay, so they have all of these gun control measures, this one included. Uh, They've done so many things. They have so many laws on the book. Well, the individual that was involved in the most recent shooting he he passed every, every single, single one of those. Yes. He was a law-abiding citizen. He got up until the point where legally. he wasn't. Up so, until the point where he wasn't. Exactly. So none of that gun control that has been issued throughout exactly. the years exactly, did anything. Exactly. Well, and that's where we have we have this we have the great divide between reality and the the the, the disingenuous nature of politics i guess is is what it really is i mean if you were to have an honest discussion if you could be intellectually honest when discussing 
firearms or automobiles or taxes or anything. If, if people would, if there was a, an intellectually honest discussion on both sides about any issue, we could resolve nearly any problem we have in this country. The problem is intellectual honesty doesn't get you attention. Intellectual honesty doesn't get you on the nightly news or written up in the paper. You or know, re-elected. being able to or, or reelected, <laughs> yeah. which is which is a reality. You know, pandering to your constituents Absolutely. is what gets you reelected or gets you attention. Or and, and the reality, when it all comes down to it, is what gets you the almighty dollar from people that believe in your well, cause. Someone said it here on this show. I forget who it was now, but you know, politicians in general feel like that they want to do something, even or or they think the people expect them to do something. So they'll just throw something out there without any research or whatever because right, because right. they di- because they did something now absolutely you know, this uh, Cecil Thomas now he's against bump stocks but he has he's not doing anything useful I mean there are plenty of useful things they could do which they apparently choose not to do because that might involve real work or they might actually have to think about something or they might have to defend a position uh, that they aren't able to defend. But this is so vague and so So, convoluted, you can't defend it because it doesn't even make sense. Basically, he's taking a knee for the anti-gun. I think (laughs) that is exactly right. Ronnie, you hit the nail on the head. Very, that's very And uh, we'll be talking about what uh, we'll be talking about the gun of the week coming up. And maybe trivia. And possibly Possibly yeah, trivia. trivia. How about a pet peeve, too? Well, we can, can you throw one of those in? I can throw them in. Or I mean <laughs> so much to go. Trivia, gun of the week, pet peeves. And we'll find out exactly how sharp Ronnie now is coming up after the news here on News Radio 610 WTVN. This is On Target. Tired of the same old corporate outing? Shoot for something better, a Blackwing Shooting Center. No experience? No problem. Our professional event staff will plan every detail. See for yourself why corporations book us year after year. Make sure your next event is a hit and visit us at blackwingsc.com. Hi, this is Rex Gore, inviting you to enjoy the great outdoors of Blackwing Shooting Center. The shotgun sports are a great way to spend time making memories with family and friends. So take your best shot on our sporting clay course or trapper ski fields today. Blackwing has all the gear to get you on target. This is Eric, host of On Target and co-owner of LEPD Firearms and Range. When we opened our store, the smell from our water was awful at times. Toys didn't want to wash their hands and drinking was not an option. We decided to call Clean Water Systems. Just incredible what they were able to do to make our water usable. Not only have we lost the bad odor, except for Ronnie the gunsmith, the employees are actually drinking and making coffee with it every day. Whether you have well water, high lead levels, or just want a drinking water better purified than bottled water, call our friend at Clean Water Systems. 888-851-7222. Everyone deserves clean water. The reality in today's world is that you must be ready to protect yourself and your family at any time. This is Joe Bradley. My friends at LEPD Training Facility are ready with a wealth of military and law enforcement background to train you, regardless of your level of experience, to be ready to take on the challenges the world presents today. LEPD Training Facility, 999 Bethel Road, on the web. LEPD.com. If you're looking to turn your basement into something beautiful by adding natural light, remember Jackson Egress Windows. Locally owned and operated, an Angie's List Super Service Award winner, Jackson Egress Windows can change your dingy basement into something special that will add value to your home. 
Whether you're looking to add an extra bedroom or game room or just a place to hang out, call Jackson Egress Windows for an estimate today. 614-260-5130. See examples of their work at jacksonegresswindows.com. Live from LAPD Firearms Range and Training Facility, this is On Target, the latest from the firearms industry, the products and politics that affect your hobby and liberty. This program may not be politically correct, but it is On Target. Now, your host, Eric Delbert. (laughs) Who is not here today, but uh, was very kind enough to uh, ask me, Joe Bradley, to... uh, uh, try to be the traffic cop here on uh, on target today from uh, LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. We're at 999 Bethel Road, open today and tomorrow, closed on Monday. But come back and see us on Tuesday. And uh, we've been discussing uh, numerous things, some of it legislative and some of it just the legislature itself and, <laughs> and their lack of ability to do anything uh, really functional. And uh, I want, do want a special shout out to Dee, who is running the uh, brand new Facebook camera. Really? For uh, on target today, she's doing a fine job. Uh, hopefully, not too many ugly close-ups of me. I have not been, you know, but, if you put some wax paper over the lens, and I look a whole lot better. That's for sure. Every time it's time for my close-up, she walks away. Yeah. Well, you know, would you want to have to look at that? I guess that's the real question. <laughs> but, D, Never you're doing mind. a you're doing a fine job, and get as many close-ups of Ronnie as you can get in the next uh, twenty-four minutes. I 20, think that would be camera is amazing. Now, see, when I was going, I was watching on Facebook. So I got to see what uh, everybody else is seeing out there. That last week it looked terrific. So if she was running it last week, the close-ups were terrific. Everything looked good. Now I'm looking at this camera. It's it's like. I mean, it's like a skinny it's a little Coke can about half its size. I mean, Not it even looks, that uh, big. Yeah, it looks uh, You know, we could amazing. probably get a lot more viewers if we just turned the camera over on D and watching her run the camera. <laughs> yeah, we should that run the camera probably on be D. a yeah, lot more be. appealing than yeah, uh, maybe I, looking at the four I of us think so. at I've this never, particular moment. Never had a, a video face. It's just my radio voice. It's just the way it is for some of us. <laughs> that's, yeah. just, that's just the way it works. Now, uh, Phil, you uh, the 219, you've yeah, talked about that. And, I mean, is there any other first? Further information you need to give to Cecil down there and make sure he gets his act together? Are we good on that? I don't understand how this is all going to work, whether the feds are going to come out with a uh, national ban or whatever, and then how that's going to interact with with Ohio and the other states that are attempting to do this. And, and this, is, well, this is this insidious process that, that Joe alluded to earlier, where you have people that don't really know, don't sit down, and they just come out with it. And one has been introduced into the uh, federal uh, government, into Congress. I don't know the name of that bill, but in the description of it, uh, it was endorsed by people who have the right you know, mindset of what they, what they want to do. But when the details, the devil's in the details, and the way it was written would basically said uh, that it could be interpreted to any to be any semi-automatic rifle would be would be yeah. uh, illegal to to possess or yeah, own like, uh, simply because of how it was worded instead of that's, just saying that's ridiculous. you know a stock or a crank or something that we can all see and maybe you know, <laughs> you know most of us can agree with but anyway it's uh, yeah it's uh, Okay, tricky. I better get my trivia out. You better else, get the trivia else, out because we're not going to have time. The way your okay. trivia questions work, they're usually stumpers, and we need to give they people plenty stumpers. of time so for them of, to ask Siri what the answer is. Plenty of time is. to Google it. That's right. Yes. Okay. The movie Top Gun. Oh. Okay. okay. The main the main uh, uh, actors was uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Anthony Edwards. Um, Tom Cruise Cruise being Maverick, 
and Anthony Edwards being Goose. Oh, I thought he was going to ask what their uh, what their uh, radio yeah, handles yeah, were. But yeah, no, no, no. He already gave that away. Okay, in the movie, Tom Cruise is Lieutenant Pete Maverick Mitchell. Okay. In the movie, what was Goose's <laughs> Goose's real name? <laughs> what was his name in the movie? Wow. Yep. And that is a tough one. Yeah, first caller uh, who gets it correct will win a one-hour free range time worth $20, which comes with eyes and ear uh, nice. protection. And uh, the number to call is 614-821-WTVN or 1-800-610-WTVN. Now, I'm the only one that looked up the numbers for WTVN. It's 9886. That's correct. 9886. And I'm glad you said that because I hate this. They sell it. Call WSY 2021 one You know, it's like, what? Yep. Uh, Call 1-8-HAMBURGER. What? <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull over so it's I can yeah. hear that. I already <laughs> ate the hamburger. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, well, I did want to throw something in here that I, I, I caught the other day. Uh, you guys familiar with, uh, it was Bill, it was called Sierra's Law, I believe. There was a young woman that was killed in Ohio. I want to say it was a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago. Anyway, because of that, what what precipitated this movement was they uh, they want a a directory, a, kind of a, a list of people who are in the correction system who have committed violent crimes, and when they are released from the from prison, maybe when they're out on parole or some other kind of community control, they want a list of those people to be available, which I think personally is a fabulous idea. Yeah. Uh, the problem I'm having with this is they only want to make that available to law enforcement. And here's why I have a problem with it. Bear with me. I have a reasonable explanation. Let's say, for example, you have, and I'm not, not to be sexist, but you have a daughter. You have a 22-year-old daughter who just met this great new guy that you don't know anything about. Maybe I'm paranoid, but I'm a dad. I've got a daughter. Um, The first thing I do, she just met this new guy that we don't know anything about. I start looking to try to find out information. Now, let's say that this great new guy is one of the people that would be on this violent offenders list. He was in prison, but maybe he didn't quite disclose that. If I have access to this list and I see, hey, yeah, Tom, oh, uh, Tom is on that list. Maybe I should dig a little further into this. I think it would be great if that's available to you, to me, to Ronnie, to Phil, to anybody, to anybody that would have a concern. Now I know the complaints, or the the other side of that is that well, this this could cause people to be targeted. Well, it, really, anybody can be targeted for anything. But I think if there's information that we're compiling and if it's useful. Why would we not want that information to be available? I believe that's out there. If you it's look already at the, if, well. If you see, look here's at the, the Department thing. of Corrections. I believe it's if you already, type in their you're right. name because I've actually out done there. this with someone that my daughter was see, there uh, you go. dating, and it turns out it wasn't. Guy had the same name, but uh, the description and age was uh, was different. But it's had, already out there. I, but this list specifically, if you want the information, you got to either you know you got to go to the sheriff's department or you got to go down to the to the courthouse, and then sometimes once somebody's off community control, for example, uh, they no longer show up on the uh, the state website. So, I mean, that's another thing. But I think the list yeah. is a great idea. I think uh, the more we know about, you know, people who are out there who have done bad things, we can make better decisions about how to protect ourselves.
themselves and our loved there's, ones from that, I think that's a, that is a good idea. There's a yeah, lot more folks out there. Should we use the 12 gauge or the 13 <laughs> gauge? Yeah. I'm not going to. I have no. I have no preference on that necessarily. But yeah, uh, a, maybe are, maybe even use the uh, you know an, an over under uh, you know something that might shoot <laughs> a shotgun shell and oh, and Lord. and maybe shoot a small rifle cartridge yeah. at the same time. Oh, Wait, nope, it must nope, be time nope. for the gun of the week. Oh, there you go. I had a hint to you here, but you were afraid we were going to give it away. Well, no, yeah, well, you did. I didn't uh, give it away. Well, I didn't. Uh, I was just thinking, wouldn't it be great if you had something that well, you could, you know what, you can hunt squirrels and rabbits with well, at the same time. Uh, being that it's hunting season, and I, and uh, Eric, who normally runs the show, I took him out when he was ten years old, and we started hunting, and uh, and uh, we we hunted with twenty twos, and and uh, we never hunted with a four or ten shotgun though, but we hunted with twenty gauge, and. Uh, Anyways, uh, the gun of the week is a Savage Model 42. It is a Savage, too, whole, isn't it? Whole, Look at it. It is nice. It's an over and under. Those of you watching on Facebook, you can actually see it. It's right here at the, uh, the yeah. front of the desk. It's, it's a twenty two long rifle over or a twenty two WMR or WMR. Magnum rimfire. So a twenty two Magnum. Yeah, over a 410 barrel. And, uh, I mean, this is, now they call it a... Ideal grab and go survival gun. Well, I look at it as a hunting gun for yes, a kid that's starting out. Um, now, I think I think you're right about that. I don't necessarily. I don't know that I would subscribe to that being an ultimate survival gun. It's a single shot. Well, okay, yeah, well, it's, it's, got, it's a two shot, but I mean double it, shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, this has got a synthetic stock, carbon steel barrel. Uh, it's matte finish. Um, the barrel is black. Um, it has adjustable sights, and um, and uh, now uh, this also comes in a takedown version, which we don't have. Mm, now we got yeah, we have several of the um, the break action single shot ones, but it also comes the uh, the same yeah. rifle comes in a takedown. With, that's interesting, and it comes with a Uncle Mike tactical go bag. See, Ryan, that's right up your alley. There you go. You get a go bag. So and this is Uncle Mike. <laughs> Uncle Mike. Uncle Mike's not here today. He's making the donuts. Now, and this is not a donuts. new idea. When I mean, when I was a, a, a young man, uh, in, before I was even in my teens, I had a Savage twenty two four ten. But you it was, had it the was older not version. synthetic. It was the older version. Absolutely. 24. The twenty. There was, was the model, model twenty four, which is you know. And this is the forty two. So. This is the forty two. So twenty four forty two. Yeah, and I and really I think the twenty four now. This has been in production for like. 60 years yeah, or so. Yeah, they, they stopped out about 2010. So 1950, yeah. it was kind of interesting. What uh, They were the parent company, Savage, of yep. Stevens. Also. Stevens, right. So yeah, Stevens Savage has been Stevens, out since yeah. the 20s, since the, yeah. the 20s, and then they stopped in 1950, and that's when uh, Savage picked up with their Model yeah. 24. So I, mean, I, mean, I guess nice you're going to tell me that the Model 24 is probably somewhat valuable today, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I figured Joe, I was going to hear that. Joe, I had one, and yeah. I sold it because I probably wanted to get some other gun or something, and I, now yeah. I could have kicked myself yes, uh, because yeah. it was a heavy your gun and um and uh, this one here is much lighter, much uh, lighter. model 42 yeah it weighs like four pounds 11 ounces four so. pounds for the youth model yeah yeah, uh, oh, four I think pounds for the youth. Yeah, uh, the yeah, ute, the, ute the ute model. The yeah. ute. <laughs> yeah, four pounds, eleven ounces unloaded. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I think it's a neat-looking, uh, well-built uh, rifle. The only drawback for a youngster, and 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 this and this is probably true for most. Uh, break action single shot rifles is hard to pull back the hammer. Um, I brought my daughter out one time and uh, and I gave her um, actually it was Eric's uh, 
20 gauge H&R um, topper, I think it was called. And she started to pull back the hammer, but it slipped. Oh. And the gun went <laughs> off, scared the heck out of her. Yeah, it would do um, that. You know, so, um, so it's kind of hard to, you know, to pull back, you know. But uh, it really is it's an excellent uh, rifle. It um, is it is a great beginner gun. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it is a great yeah. gun to get you know to get uh, get a, a young person into. It doesn't now, even have to be a young person for that matter. No. But I, but typically that's <laughs> where that fun. should it's start. It's great yeah. for camping, and that's kind of what the market is. Here's the camper the and so uh, if you think you're thought? shooting the 22 though, and it's on the selector for 410, <laughs> that, that surprises yeah. the hell out of you. But yeah. that one has a really thick uh, recoil pad for those. Yeah. Uh, Real uh, quick, Phil, which that, would you do, 22 LR or 22 WMR? LR. LR. A lot easier to get and a little uh, less expensive yeah, as well. Inch, Twenty inch barrels on that thing. Hey, and, by the uh, way, we uh, we will get our uh, trivia question answered coming up right after a uh, quick break. Here, this is on target, and we're on News Radio six ten WTVN. Hey, this is Paul Paul from On Target. Around the store, I'm known as a tough guy and the enforcer. I usually don't do commercials. However, when it comes to our new sponsor, Toyota West, I told Eric, this is all mine. Since the late 1980s, I have been going to Toyota West for all of my new car and truck purchases. They are located at 270 and Georgesville Road. My main man there is Dean, who has been with the dealership over 13 years. That's got to say something for the caliber, excuse the pun, and experience you'll find at Toyota West. In the market for a new or used vehicle? Don't screw up. Go visit Toyota West. Tell them Paul Paul sent you. Are you thinking about making your first firearm purchase or looking to add to your collection? Stop by and check out over 200 used firearms in stock at LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility on Bethel Road. From modern pistols, old revolvers, to classic rifles, you'll find a wide variety with inventory changing daily. Check out their current used inventory at LEPD.com or stop by the store and experience the best holster selection in Central Ohio. Great deals are waiting for you at LEPD, 999 Bethel Road or on the web at LEPD.com. LEPD.com. Your ABC6 first warning weather. Now the microphone is on. Uh, a few flurries, or maybe some light rain uh, throughout the afternoon. Uh, temperature is not going to get to 47. That was our predicted high. Tonight, cloudy and 34. Tomorrow, a few sprinkles in the morning. Otherwise, cloudy, cold, and if we're lucky, 48 degrees. It's 40 right now at your severe weather station. News Radio 610 WTVN. Breaking news and traffic and weather every 10 minutes. News Radio 610 WTVN. We're back on On Target here on News Radio 610 WTVN. We're live from LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. We're at 999 Bethel Road. And uh, I'm uh, pleased to be here to uh, guest host the program. Eric is uh, off today. I'm Joe Bradley. Ronnie is here from uh, Boom Boom Tactical. And Boom Boom Tactical, in addition to uh, all the work that you can have done on firearms and to have them cleaned after a nice uh, long shooting session here uh, at LEPD's range, you uh, you have some new toys that you're uh, sharing with the people. Well, what, what I did is I've been knife sharpening for a while, and it, it to get a good sharp edge, it takes a half hour to an hour. Uh, and, and I couldn't see how people were doing knife sharpening for 3 and $5 an hour and stuff. Well, I found out. Not how well, in China, they can, and yeah. they're called millionaires. But you know, here, no. And I got the piece of equipment that enables you to do that, and it's nice. It's, you can get an extremely sharp 
you know, polished bevel on the knife, and it looks great, and you can do it in a very short uh, period of time. And the good thing about that is now instead of it costing you 15 or $20 for a knife sharpening, it will cost you 4 to $8 for a knife sharpening. That's we do, actually a deal. We do chisels. I did a bunch of chisels for Phil. We do scissors. Uh, I, would like to, I would like to tell people, if you, if you have knives in your kitchen... You need to keep them sharp. sharp. And it's if you some people have the misconception that a sharp knife is the one that's dangerous and it's going to cut you when in reality uh, unless you're misusing it, of course, uh, a sharp knife is much less likely to cut you because it's more effective at doing the job it's intended to yeah. do, and it's not going to cause you to overexert your physical pressure on a knife and because it's going to do the job. Sharp knives in the kitchen make doing things in the kitchen so much more enjoyable. So, you know, there's no reason yeah. you can't, you know, gr- grab your kitchen knives and bring them up to Ronnie and have him sharpen them. The yeah. kitchen Mr. knife. At that price. Mr. Ginshu has always said that. So. Yes. The, uh, yes. The kitchen knife I just did, you can take a, a tomato, put it on the on the, the uh, cutting board yes. with no fingers, not touching the tomato, and just take the knife and slice it right through the tomato. That's sharp. That's and sharp. You know, sharp knives are better knives without uh, without any question. So, if you carry a knife, which, you know, I don't, I don't know too many people that that don't carry a knife. There's, if you're going to carry a knife, carry a sharp knife. There's no reason to carry a dull knife unless you just like to have something in your pocket that's useless. And there's plenty of useless around here, too, but let's stay away from that. Let's get to something useful like trivia. trivia. And uh, we do have a winner for the trivia. Uh, he had to jump off the phone, but uh, Eric uh, Strump, Shrump excuse me, did have the uh, correct answer. He Which knew what the, he he knew what Goose's name was. Okay, and what is it? No, I mean I know. I know I mean, does he have the answer? He's he he is not with us. He is not on the phone. But I know oh. I know that Goose's last name was Bradshaw, but I don't remember his first name. Okay, Nick. Nick. Okay. Nick Goose Bradshaw. What was his rank? He was a lieutenant. He was a lieutenant. He was lieutenant. I think. Yeah. Is he a lieutenant? Yeah. Okay. He was lieutenant. All right. Yep. Now, Kella, or Kelly McGillis, the uh, the lady who yeah. played opposite Tom Cruise. Yeah. I don't think you have to explain who that was nope. to us. We okay. all know. You nope. know she we know. Uh, all right. She was three inches taller than Tom Cruise. Everybody's three really? inches taller than Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Jet's three inches taller than Tom Cruise. <laughs> there you go. Well, all right. Well, um, and who was our caller? Uh, it was Eric Shrump. Okay, well... I'm uh, sorry, Shump. I keep saying that. I've said, right. said it wrong every way it can be said wrong. And, yeah, okay. and now I well, say it correctly will, once. Well, we will have a one-hour free-range time pass up there at the range counter. You can come in any time to claim it. Thank you, Eric. And uh, we appreciate you listening. And thanks for uh, giving us the uh, correct answer uh, to the trivia question today. Uh, I had written something else down that, uh, that I was going to have us get to. And, uh, I, John, you had another uh, news item. Uh, that we didn't quite get to yet that we you were uh, that you were showing. Of, yeah, I know there's tons uh, of news of items. News items on here. So uh, one of them uh, we had uh, mentioned uh, last week uh, uh, briefly. I mentioned that um, uh, Mossberg's Shockway was now out in a 20 gauge. But uh, there is a group called the National Association of Sporting Goods Wholesalers, and they had uh, they give an award every year for for uh, the uh, innovator of the year. And uh, Mossberg uh, for the I think it was the third or fourth time. Uh, actually uh, was named Innovator of the Year for the 590 Shockwave. So, uh, really? Uh, we can hardly hope, right. uh, we can hardly wait for that to pass here. 
Um, uh, we have, uh, and people go, why do you need, you know, these mag- extra magazines or these extensions, all the anti-gunners want to take this away? Well, here's a reason why, <laughs> one of the reasons, and this came from L.A., uh, actually Thursday, October 26th, it was out there. A homeowner opened fire on a uh, armed intruders. The home invasion there included eight home invaders, eight masked suspects wow. wielding Firearms, stun guns, they stormed into this house in L.A., so it was probably an upper-crust-level uh, house that they... But eight of them, and they said several of the victims were physically pinned down, assaulted. Uh, one was pistol-whipped, but one of the uh, uh, family members um, went, retrieved a gun, opened fire, and eight people just disappeared. So, uh, so you know, when you have, you know, uh, home invasions, uh, eight people, you don't want to Eight be, people. I hate to say it, but you don't want to take your Savage 410 <laughs> Nug- over Nug- another. Savage, yes. yeah. yeah, your model Your, your single yeah, shot or your two-shotter shot, no. is not going to get no. it. You can't reload yeah, fast you enough. Have that, and so. you've got some mad reloading skills, Phil, but I don't well, even mad, think you yeah. could do it. No, I don't think I don't so. even think you could do it with the 22410 Savage 42. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's necessary. And Ronnie has. I've got one uh, that this is kind of interesting, really. State legislatures in Wisconsin are proposing a bill that would allow people to legally ban themselves <laughs> from owning handguns. Wow. Uh, That's nice. Yeah, it I would like en- that. It, it would enable those at risk of suicide to apply to the Wisconsin Department of Justice to voluntarily ban themselves their second amendment rights for one Five or twenty years. So depending There's on even a choice. depending so on how you badly can, you feel about yourself, yeah, you can give yourself a life sentence. Now, if you violate the ban, do you can you arrest yourself? That's a good question. Because I know of people who have frisked themselves. I just wonder. Uh, yeah. Guys, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me back, uh, Phil, Ronnie, JC. Uh, to those those of you who listen, to those of you watching, D, excellent work on the camera. This is on target from LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. We're at nine. 99 Bethel Road, and uh, we'll be back here again next Saturday on News Radio 610 WTV. Go Buckeyes! Yeah, go Bucks! Be Penn State.